Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCollum. Thank you, Dick Warren. Thank you, one and all. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Do you ever have a day where you're feeling a little rough? Today I'm feeling a little rough. Let's bring in some assistance here in the form of Master Coach Jay Perry, author of Take Charge of Your Talent, Three Keys to Thriving in Your Career, Organization, and Life, an MCAC, a personal champion and creative partner. And for some reason, Siri thinks I'm talking to her. I'm not talking to you, Siri. We have a bad relationship. I'm not going to lie about that either. I will be Siri if you want me to. <laughs> you know, I, no, I, I can't afford that. <laughs> Mr. Perry, it was great to see you. It's great to see you now, sort of virtually, but it was great to see you yeah. at the Conversation Among Masters conference. Uh, anything you want to share with the class before we introduce our beautiful powerhouse of a... Well, I, I first of all, have to thank you for taking me to a baseball game in Baltimore because I haven't been to a baseball game in years because last time I went, it was just a noise fest. It couldn't talk to anybody. It didn't seem like baseball. And you restored my faith, Christopher. So thank you. I'm so happy. I'm so I was happy to do it, and I was uh, <laughs> disappointed in those Baltimore Orioles because they could have won that game. Uh, any takeaways from the conference? Anything you want to talk about? Conversation singular among masters, plural, and the conference this year. Uh, well, that, there are so many things that, that it all becomes a blur in a way. But the, the, the thing that is most memorable to me is Ken Honda, who is this wonderful Japanese man who is very simple and gracious. And yet he has written how many books, Christopher? 200 and some books. Something, something that was yeah, phenomenal. I mean, he writes every day and he, um, he calls what he does happy money. Uh, and it's a it's a relationship to money that is based on gratitude. Number one, thankful when I receive, thankful when I am able to pay out, thankful when I when I give. Just keep that flow of money and generosity going. Uh, and the other thing that that he did and he did with me, I, he also did with other people, was ask us to see ourselves in our, in as we relate to money in line with our ancestors and to, to take a look at our, our parents and our grandparents and, and how all of these messages about money have come down to us, but how in a way we are honoring our, our foreparents with the way we relate to money. And it was, it was for me, it was quite emotional. I mean, I, I was surprised that it went there, but man, um, that you know, money tends to you tend to think of it as just this, um, you know, do I have enough kind of thing? Right, day to day. You begin to realize that the fabric in which it lives, because it's not, in one sense, it's not real. It's just all made up. But all of the stuff around it is made up too. So both for what it is and for a metaphor for life, I think it was it was very moving. So. Have, uh... Ken Yes, Ken Honda, and his book is available on Amazon or wherever fine books are sold. Uh, Happy Money, you can get it on pre-order. Jay, uh, I, I wanted to bring up the Conversation Among Masters Conference, not only because it was great to see you and not only because it was recent, but also because it's a great segue to our conversation about mastery or with, a ma- with an, yet another master coach, who uh, thankfully, 
is somewhat younger and more vibrant and <laughs> than you and I sometimes are. Um, please welcome to our Zoom line so you can actually see her uh, wonderful face, Annie Gelfland, who holds not only a CPCC, but also a Master's in Business Administration, as well as the coveted MCC um, distinction. Also uh, an ICF, PCC, and MCC assessor. She is a founder of Radical Wisdom is the name of the company. She... Um, is trained in organizational and relationship systems coaching and um, has a, a varied background. What we're going to talk today about mostly is her creation, and she is the host of the Essence of Mastery Summit, an annual event devoted to cultivating coaching mastery. You can find out more by going to Essence of Mastery Summit. Is that .com, Annie? It is. That is the voice of Annie Gelfland. Hello. Hello. Uh, look around outside. Where are you today, Annie? Where do you find yourself? I am in the fine, beautiful city of the Kawartha Lakes called Peterborough, Ontario, Canada. We are smack in the middle of what's called cottage country, surrounded by beautiful lakes and forests and green space and birds and wild animals. And it's quite beautiful here. Wow. The weather is kind of sucky. It's uh, cold and raining. It's mm. not yet summer. Still Canada, yeah. Uh, still, that's extraordinary that you lead such a, a, a life of mastery and, and making a difference in the world from such a beautiful and, I'm guessing, remote location? Sort of out in well, the woods? It's kind of, Peterborough's in the middle of nowhere, but itself is a complete city. So it's a, one of those really interesting places that has everything self-contained, but we're about two hours northeast of Toronto. So that's probably the nearest big city. So you can get places. People oh, don't. Yeah. People aren't. Shouldn't relate to you as a hick from the sticks. No, you, you're a you're a woman of the world. All right. You can uh, absolutely relate to me as a hick from the sticks. And Jay, from let's Montreal, actually Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Thanks. And Jay, you are not in Canada, correct? Although you sometimes I, I like am, to be. I am not. I love Canada. Oh, Canada! I think, I'm in Charlottesville, I'm in Charlottesville, Virginia, where the weather is just ideal every day of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. Rub it in, Jay. Uh, rub it in. All right. So here's my humble brag for the day, just so and and explanation of my poor attitude, which is that uh you can't see it, but if I move to this side, you can see that I'm wearing a sweater from the Grand Prix in Monaco, because that's literally where I just got back from uh last night about one in the morning, which was nine in the morning of the time that I woke up yesterday. So if I uh start sobbing or screaming uncontrollably, you'll understand and know that it's not you, most likely, except for Jay. <laughs> um Okay, uh, let's talk. First of all, so I kind of want to get both of your input on mastery generally before we talk more about um, about this event in particular. So, is there a thing as as such as mastery when it comes to coaching, or is this whole MCC? You know, there some coaches are better than other um, a myth or a or a construct that is not useful. What do you say? You want to answer that first, Jay? No, oh, you go. You go first. Chicken. <laughs> chicken. <laughs> you know, this is okay. So let me give a bit of background as to how the summit even came to be, and maybe that'll shed some light um, on that question, which is a fine question. And by the way, I'm delighted to be here. I'm delighted to meet you, Christopher, again, and Jay. Always a delight to be with you. And uh, yeah, so back in 2009, I, I started coaching in '97. And back in 2009, I was finally ready to apply for my MCC. I had accumulated those hours and had my recommendation letters and everything was good to go. 
Um, and then I did some research because my background's research, my business background, marketing research, marketing consulting, um, and so on. Uh, found out that the failure rate was 93% for the ICF MCC exam. And in those days, we had to submit a recording as well as uh, do a live exam, 30 minutes with an assessor and having a third assessor evaluate us. Um, and I was horrified because A, I hate failure, and B, I realized that there's clearly a big gap between what the schools are are educating, getting us ready for that, you know, constantly raising the bar. There's a gap there. And there's also a gap in what the ICF was helping us to understand was required for the MCC and, and so on. So what I did was I put a, a word out to my community, uh, Coactive, uh, the Coaches Training Institute community, and I asked all the other PCCs, hey, who wants to come in on this with me? Let's start exploring. And I gathered a group of 30 PCCs. And we got together once a month, and I invited an assessor to be with us once a month, and I interviewed them. I offered myself up eventually as um, a candidate to do an oral exam, a mock oral exam, so that they could all you know, evaluate it. And we could, and believe me, this takes huge courage to do this. Um, and really what I discovered was, and I'm sure they're doing a better job at this now, but back then the, C the ICF core competencies were somewhat of a mystery to me. I wasn't really that familiar with them. So that year that I took between 2009 and 2010, I did a deep dive into those competencies. And, and so what I ended up doing was putting a core curriculum together for my own mentoring of uh, other coaches, which is what I now specialize in doing. Um, and so in about 2016, my colleague and I, Fran Fisher, were both up for renewing our credential. And uh, we discovered that we were very uninspired by what was available at our level. We wanted something that would constantly raise the bar. I think there are some of us who are in that search of excellence and mastery and want to constantly um, grow that within ourselves. And it's, it's a self-awareness path. It's not just coaching, it's everything, it's life. And so we decided to make something that would inspire us. And we put together in our very first uh, series, we put together eight wonderful coaches and that was the first launch of the Essence of Mastery Summit. That's a long answer to your question. What is mastery? And so let me scoot back to that. Thank you. Um, my answer to that is I don't believe it is at all a destination. It's a journey. And nobody's really got this. Even in the ICF assessor community, we are, you know, one of the big things on, on the ICF MCC requirements document is you'll see the words partnership and depth appear in numerous places. And when I'm sitting and assessing something, I'm going, well, how do I know what's just over the bar to get depth and partnership? So there, we're still trying to get um, insights on that. Um, so the answer is no, there really isn't an answer to that. It's not an easy answer. And I think we all know it when we're in front of a master certified coach, like there's, there's a way of being, a way of, um, asking questions that is really different than at any other level. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> uh, 
Well, uh, some of you know this story, but I, I was actually stripped of my MCC a number of years ago through some clerical errors in my own unconsciousness and found that in order to regain it, I had to make recordings again. And as I was going through that, I realized that I, I was not going to pass given the way things were set up. And so I did my own deep dive and, and wrote a, uh, three articles that are all under the heading of the mystery of mastery. So we're together on that, and he's still trying to figure it out. And you can find those on my website, coachatjperry.com, under musings. Um, but I think that the this, one of the distinctions I made with that was that competency and mastery um, may have some correlation, but they're not the same thing. It's not just that a higher degree of competency results in mastery. So you can find somebody, remember years ago, I saw a, uh, a rock concert with B.B. King and Johnny Winter, the blues guitar player, the albino blues guitar player. And Johnny Winter uh, played like a hundred notes in 10 seconds. You know, blah, 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 incredibly confident. B.B. King went, Meow, and that was mastery. <laughs> So there's a qualitative difference. There's something that is this mystery, I think, that Annie's referring to as well. And the best I've been able to get at it, just in, in my own inquiry, and I, 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 I've led workshops on this and I encourage people not to buy my conclusions, but to come to their own, is that it has something to do with essence. It has something to do, and funny that that's in the title, Annie, isn't it? But it has something to do with the essence of something that you you're connecting to that which is universal that thing that um where the attention isn't on the doing and the being has um become natural it's become instinctive so wherever i've looked i've seen mastery look very competent and i've seen mastery look um unstructured and and weird and wonderful. And in the workshop I do, I've, I've put up two paintings, one which is obviously a Picasso and the other one of a woman sitting in a chair. And I ask which, which one is done by the master. And there's all this debate and people are saying one or the other for whatever reasons. And then I tell them they're both by Picasso. It's, it's not, you know, it's not a function necessarily of how things look. So Again, I, I, it, it remains a mystery for me, and I'm fine with it being a mystery. But at, like Annie, I so appreciate it when I feel like I'm in the presence of it. It, it somehow is emotional. I feel a connection, if I dare say, sort of to the universe, to, to the artist or whoever the practitioner is, and, and to the universe. feels like we're one. I have deep respect and gratitude that this exists in the world but that's very different than that's very different than uh, i don't i don't try i don't try to imitate any other masters because i don't know how i don't know that you can you can imitate competency but you can't imitate mastery i don't think I what do you think christopher <laughs> i think a great many things but i think i'll let you guys talk the um the the thing that caught my ear there were many things that caught my ear there but one was uh, you and, and you and I have talked about this previously, Jay, is that ultimately, I've asked you in the past, is coaching a spiritual endeavor? And I remember you saying yes to that question. Annie, what's your 
answer, or is there a spiritual connection for you in the work that you do? A hundred percent. Jay, first of all, I want to just say, Jay um, and I had such a wonderful conversation in the summit. He is one of my guests. Um, and where Jay and I connect is on that spiritual level, because to me, you're only as good a coach as you are self-aware and self-aware is a spiritual journey. It's, you know, Jay also said something that I love, which is there's a way of being with each other where we feel seen, where we are in gratitude, where the, you know, we're, we're all on this path on this earth. I mean, I'm in the middle of, I've had a very weird life, <laughs> to be honest with you. I've had a lot of deaths in my family, my father, my brother. Now my, my brother is in the hospital, in the ICU. So and sorry. in the middle of all this, um, we have, I have to do a business. I'm running my summit. I'm doing all these things. And my, last year, my husband almost died. So there's been a lot of tumultuous trauma, if you will. And in the middle of it, I'm, I'm talking to my clients, even from the emergency room, I had some, some um, uh, scheduled clients and, you know, I could think to myself, oh, well, I can't let myself appear to be, you know, weak or whatever, but I chose instead to show up and be me like, and this is, you know, if I have a client, if I'm making an exception in the morning at 9am and that's not usually my time to speak, I'm going to show up, no makeup. I might be even in my pajamas. Like I, I really think there's something about each of us having a gift that our job is to cultivate it, to be it. And as a coach, my job is to help my clients be the best them they can be. And in doing so, I feel like the conversations on this planet will change. You know, rather than coming from judgment and expectations and projections onto each other, we can come from, I see you, I hear you, I'm coming from my heart to your heart, let's evolve that. Imagine the differences when we are able to be coming from there with each other. I appreciate that. I want to, um, I want to own that I'm going to have conversations. My intention in our chat is to, there are some things that I feel like that are more, uh, I hate to use the term surfacy or maybe not as deep topics as some others. And I want to take the opportunity and advantage of this opportunity to uh, have both types of conversations because I think that it's important to both go deep with you, but also to have people get their basic questions answered. Um, so moving to from a deep to a to a more basic question, the ICF has taken uh, well. They've just made a lot of announcements, which we don't have to talk about. But one of the things that we are clear about is that they've taken a clear road in terms of how they want coaches to be assessed towards the. Um, Oh, I can't think of the it's ISO and other sort of, you know, standards so that we can standardize coaching and know when it's good and when it's PCC level and when it's not. What are your thoughts about this uh, move to PCC markers and have you worked with them? And what are your th thoughts of the future of this sort of approach? Are you asking me or Jay? Sorry, Christopher. I'm just going to ignore Jay and you're, talk you're to you. You're the only expert <laughs> in the room about this, Annie. I, my, I can comment from another perspective. but Well, you know, I think the PCC markers are amazing. I think they're the first place that they've actually managed to establish at least some standards and that they're quite clear in helping to remove a lot of the bias that was there. Um, so they've done a stellar job at that. And look, you know, this is probably one of the most challenging things you can do is try to standardize coaching. It's really challenging. And, and to Jay's point and to your point too earlier, Christopher, 
At an MCC level, I mean, there's a difference between sometimes being an MCC and being masterful. And what would pass as an right and and what would pass as an MCC sometimes isn't what's required to be masterful. You know, and and so let's make that distinction because not every conversation is supposed to be at an MCC level. I think what the ICF is doing with the MCC is we do want to establish some standards of some kind with a professional association and you know in Canada and I think it's the same same in the states anybody can call themselves a coach and those people some of them are phenomenal they may not have a second of training and you know some of them are really exceptional no question and a lot of them are not that exceptional and they're doing a lot of damage and so the ICF and why I support it is because I'm really all for I'm first of all, I'm really proud of the fact that I have an MCC. I, I did it for me. I did it because I always raised the bar for my own professional standards. And I'm not ever, and one of the reasons I became an assessor is also because I'm it keeps me on my toes, it keeps me growing, it keeps me expanding. But let's be really clear: the markers and the, the direction that we're going in with the ICF is good, but we're certainly far from being there. There's a lot more work to do. And and <laughs> what? <laughs> well, Annie, when I, when I, I, Good there's, there's so many cool things you said there. And I, right. and I think uh, I think when you said standardized coaching, you don't that what you mean is not standardizing coaching, but having a standard for coaching. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the AI people listening just went, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. <laughs> And so the, the, the perspective that I have, which is a little bit different, is that, um, and I, listen, I, again, if you're new to listening, I was literally in the room when we started the ICF. I served on the board for three and a half years. I, I mentored a number of the people who were involved in the creation of the credentialing program. So, Uh-oh, I, he's throwing I, his credentials at us. Look out. I this under, is going to be good. I understand it. I appreciate it. I mean, the, the, the work involved in trying to do that across all of these countries and cultures is just astounding. And it takes something certainly that I don't have. So I, I have deep respect for that. So I want to be really clear about that because I've been accused sometimes of being anti-ICF. I am not. Great respect for that. And here's there's an and. And um, it's clear to me that all of this stuff is made up. You know, what coaching is, is made up. And I know that because we're the ones who made it up. Right. You were in the room. <laughs> we, we, we basically made this stuff up. And I think that the only place that I, I've been suspicious is where we start thinking, no, this is coaching. This is not coaching. So I've had an opportunity in the last year to take on an, uh, a, a creative project to reinvent the way ADHD coaches are credential uh, through PAC, the Professional Association of ADD Coaches. And that's been an incredible opportunity. It's also hard work. And it's been harder in a way because we were trying to invent something when you have the ICF approach as this big footprint. So starting with those competencies and going, how do you tear yourself away what you already know to create something that you don't know? So we started with, okay, so we want a standard. What's the purpose of all of this? And the purpose is simply to protect and empower people with ADHD by supporting and qualifying superb ADHD coaches, period. Beautiful. The, the second part of this, which you know, was the departure, is we came up with the values that we wanted around this. 
So it's a program that prizes individuality because the way we know ADHDers uh, uh, do best when they can do it their way, not the way other people want them to do it. Community, because I think it's, it's one of the things that both works and doesn't work around ICF. ICF as a community is incredible. And oftentimes I think people are left, feel like they're left on their own. Like what Ann, Annie's response was, I'm struggling on my own, let me create a community. We're creating this whole credentialing program around community, support, positivity. So the only feedback people get on their forms, God bless Peter Redding and his pioneering in this area, yes. are positive feedback. Uh, learning so that the, the, the program itself is one not where you just prove yourself, but where you're expected to learn in the process. And the last thing is celebration. This is one of the things that I, I'm, I missed at ICF, and I think that they, I, I'm calling out to ICF and Annie to, to put this in in a more um, obvious and, and robust way, is celebration. Is, you know, when I got a credential through ICF, I sent my stuff in, you wait weeks or months, you, then you get a response by email, congratulations, and then you get something in the mail, this flat envelope in the mail. There's no sense of real, what's that like? And so there's the, the heart and soul of coaching is left out of the credentialing program. That's what I, the opportunity I saw to experiment with this. The experiment is still going, so we don't know how it's going to turn out. But just that, that shift of saying, can we put the heart and soul of coaching, the emotional experience, the, the, what we want for the celebration of life into a, uh, a credentialing program, not having that be separate and somehow lawyerly and, and um, serious, right? Serious and, and all that stuff. And the purpose is serious. We really want high standards. We're just going to create them on our own. We're going to create them together as a community. It's a really great answer. I'm going to ask for us to pause now for a moment. Uh, Wade, it seems like something's not right. So can we cut now and then go and then. So there's so much to talk about, whether it's, whether it's the, we still need to talk about radical wisdom, Annie's body work, as well as um, the essence of mastery summit and conflict and more. That music tells us it's time for a break. I want to thank you both for being with uh us and I want to thank me for being with us because frankly I'm, I'm a little jet lagged and I have good excuses for that. Um, you're listening to The Coaching Show each week bringing you people out on the cutting edge of coaching and today all about mastery with Annie Gelfland and Jay Perry. We'll be back with more of today's show talking all about mastery and the essence of it right after this. Stay with us. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Are you seeking to change your career to something that is both fulfilling and challenging? Do you want to help people reach their full potential and strive to achieve their dreams? Would you like to inspire those around you and help create a better world? If you're serious about a career change or just want to explore the craft of personal coaching, contact Accomplishment Coaching with locations across the country in Washington, D.C., Seattle, Chicago, New York City, and San Diego. Accomplishment Coaching is the leading institution in personal coaching. Our staff carefully monitors the entire program live during the training process and have met the strict 
strict standards of ICF International to achieve accreditation. Through a focus on quality instruction rather than endless modules of training, Accomplishment Coaching will guide you from your very first step all the way to becoming one of the finest coaches in the world. Visit AccomplishmentCoaching.com to learn more. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. Christopher McAuliffe is your source for the latest in the world of personal coaching. Whether it be speaking with such luminaries as Deepak Chopra or getting the newest techniques and innovation, the coaching show is always on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlearner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Talk to me. WSRadio.com Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome back to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCullough. Thank you very much, Nick Warren, and I'm continuing in our conversation now with Jay Perry. Jay is a Master Certified Coach. He's actually an MCAC because, as we've discussed, he's been... Stripped, lost, missing his uh, one of the original MCCs. Um, he uh, is, sorry, Jay, I don't want to say anything wrong. He's not only got a BFA from Boston University and an MFA from Ohio University, but he's a, a pioneer, true pioneer in the world of coaching. In 1991, he began working with legendary coach Thomas Leonard. He participated in the creation of Coach University and the International Coach Federation, really one of the people who was in the room when we created coaching as it is today. He's worked with organizations as large and well-known as AT&T, Schlumberger, Genentech, and others. Um, also, he's an author. Take charge of your talent. Three keys to thriving in your career organization of li- and life. <laughs> I told you guys, I'm a little jet-lagged. That's what we're dealing with. You go and check off something on your bucket list and go see the Monaco Grand Prix, wherever it is on my shirt, and uh, the next day you're... On my yacht. Don't, don't forget to tell them you were on a yacht watching it. 142-foot yacht, as a matter of fact. Um, <laughs> we're joined by another pioneer, another uh, master coach. Um, Annie Gelfland is founder of Radical Wisdom, holds a master's of business administration, as well as uh, CPA. Uh, she's a certified 
professional coactive coach trained by a little organization. I guess it's a small deal there in Canada called CTI. I had not really heard of them before. And uh, is also an ICF, PCC, and MCC assessor. She uh, is the creator and host of the Essence of Mastery Summit, an annual event devoted to cultivating coaching mastery. You can find out more about that by going to essenceofmasterysummit.com, right? It's not a CA, it's a com essenceofmasterysummit.com. You can also find out more about Annie and her work by going to radicalwisdom.com and Jay and his work by going to Jay Perry. That's J-A-Y-P-E-R-R-Y.com. All right, we've talked about a few things. One of the things we haven't talked about is, um, uh, Annie, you've, you've written a piece on leaning into conflict from your work in Radical Wisdom. And uh, frankly, there's been some conflict around coaching generally, but even the Essence of Mastery Summit um, I don't. I would be remiss if we didn't bring it up, and I know that it put, may put you in an awkward position to talk about it because uh, somebody took a shot at you. Somebody fired across your bow and sent out a sent out a, a missive, a, a screed, a, a communication about the essence of Mastery Summit. Do you want to address that at all? Um, one of the things that I've decided to do uh, is people will say what they say and people will reveal who they are and where they're functioning from by their actions. And um, I hold by the ICF code of ethics and I will not never put down another coach or say something about another coach in any way. So I'm sorry to hear that. I actually wasn't aware of that. Uh, and it's an interesting choice they're making. So People are going to say what they're going to say. So let's, okay, so this is great, Christopher, and thank you for bringing it up mm -hmm. because this is a good opportunity to demonstrate how coaching can be effective because our clients will come to us all the time with things. And as human beings, I'm a very, very big fan of Eckhart Tolle. And Eckhart Tolle, and I'm also a meditator since the age of 15, and I'm about to be 61. So it's a long time I've been a, I've been a meditator. And one of the things that, that we, and you asked before, is coaching spiritual. So if we look at the big picture, that everything that happens in our lives is a way for us to evolve because it's consciousness trying to know consciousness. Every event that takes place is a mirror for us to look and see where we still need some work. So those things that come over and over and over and over again ad nauseum is usually because there's something I'm not getting, right? So one of the things that I mentioned before was that I've had a lot of illness and death in my life with my family members and people taking pot shots and things like that. That happens to all of us. The question is, how do we choose to respond? What is, what is the thing that will serve us as we respond to these things that give us mirrors back of where we still have to evolve. So when I think about conflict, so I did, that was actually one of my first topics was leaning into conflict back in 2016, 2017, when the US was in the midst of that whole sort of, there's a lot, there's a lot going on and we watch you quite uh, closely in Canada and we're not, you know, we're not that far from you in terms of where we need to evolve too. I mean, trade your sure leaders. Seriously, I'll Are trade they? you leaders right now. I'll trade you country <laughs> leaders right now. That's okay, thanks. All right. <laughs> I think we'll stay where we are. But the point is, is that everything that happens in coaching is an opportunity for coaching. And so when a conflict comes up, and it almost inevitably does at a masterful level, because people don't like change by nature. We seem to resist change. And 
when we're really growing ourselves, there's a lot of change there that can encounter resistance. And again, if you're a fan of being in the now and using the present moment and not being in the past, that's our struggle, the, the struggle to be present, the struggle to how do I just breathe into this, be with the resistance, be with whatever's showing up. So that's the leaning into conflict piece that I, that I, that I love to talk about is that what we really want to do in that situation is come out of our mind. In other words, don't be in the past or in the future, but be present, be willing to go beyond the obvious and look into the heart of the other and, and, and ask and be with them. So for an example, one thing that happened with a client a few years ago was that we got on zoom. Um, I had just finished a call and her audio wasn't working. And right away I said, Oh, I think it's your side because my side, I just got off a call. Mm -hmm. Well, that triggered her. Sure. And I could see it. I could see it in her. Like if you're intuitive and most coaches are, there's a subtle energy change. And I stopped right there and I said, okay, something just happened. What happened? And in my way of being with her, where I was, something happened. I don't know what happened. Just, I want to know truly I'm not blaming her. I'm not judging her. I'm being with her. She melted. And then she revealed how that triggered her wrongness. I mean, the littlest things, if we're, you know, stressed in any way, that stuff tends to come up more easily. And we looked at it together and that's mastery in my opinion. You know, you, 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 you're with that person. There's no judgment. Jay and I talked a lot about love. We think, I think coaching is about love and love isn't romantic. Love is you're being in a place of complete acceptance and non-judgment of another. And that to me is mastery. Thanks. Um, to use what I heard you say, is there a place where you've looked at this person's um, commentary on the Essence of Mastery Summit to see what you can learn or what you might take on or what you... Always, always. And, you know, here's the thing. People are always going to misunderstand our intentions. We could have the best of intentions. And for me to engage in that, then I'm defending myself. And if I'm defending myself, then it, it never seems to work out well. I don't know how you feel about that, you two, but... That's never the way to engage. I'd love to. In fact, I offered this person an opportunity to have a conversation in a public forum. Mm -hmm. And I said, let's meet together as a coaching community and address this. Let's find a way that works. Because what they're doing is not very, in my opinion, not very coach-like. Doing this subterfuge and trying to publicly shame and trying to do that is kind of, to me, coming from a lower, well, like, it's not where I choose to function. Let's put it that way. If we are going for change and that's what the essence of mastery summits about, let's raise the level of conversation. That means that we're going to have a conversation where we can a find each other, even 2% right. And B that let's work together towards a common goal. And that means working together as a team, not using shaming, not using the things that everybody's doing in the world that just doesn't work. Let's change the way that happens. I feel like I've learned a lot here. So Jay, I want to rescind my uh, demand that we meet out behind the bungalows at three o'clock today to have it out. I'm just going to take that off the table and we'll, we'll work our differences out a different way. Um, but, but I think that, uh, Dawn with guns drawn. 
<laughs> Ever since I saw Hamilton, it seems like a best, like a less good idea. Uh, but do you, do you, yep. were you in the room, Christopher, when I had that long public conversation with Marianne Williamson? No, I'm week? sorry, I missed Marianne this year. That was um, at the conversation oh, among right. masters. Yeah, that's sorry. what we're talking about. So yeah. Listeners may know Marianne Williamson, famous author and and leader and proponent of uh, Course in Miracles. And she's now running for president of the United States and seems to be doing well enough where she may actually make it to the debate stage and all of that. And, and I must admit that my sense was, oh, what a lovely person. I love her ideas. No way she's knows enough to be president or could do that. And I was incredibly impressed by Although. her depth <laughs> and breadth of knowledge. Yeah, I, yes, I'm, I'm not going there. I'm choosing not to go there. You're very mature. Thank you. But um, but one of the, what I heard her say, this was my interpretation. I asked her if I was hearing her correctly, and it seemed that, that it was the way she wanted to be heard, was that um, historians tell us that once groups of, of humans, thousands and thousands of years ago, um, went beyond hunter-gatherers, went beyond groups of 50 or 100 people, the only thing that, once you get beyond a group that that's able to know each other and trust each other just because you know each other, um, you need something that uh, that bonds you. And it's some kind of mythology. It's some kind of belief system that that people hold together. And religions come from that. But certainly one of the things in the U.S. that I was asking her about was this sense of the Declaration of Independence. All people are created equal is this thing. And she said, yeah, that's what, that, that's what we're getting at here. And the situation we have right now in our country is conflict because there are a lot of, that everybody believes in the same mythology, except that from many people's perspective, um, the other people in the country or the potentially people coming into this country will actually be in the way of their ability to live the life they want to live freely and pursue their own happiness. So the conflict exists within this common mythology. And I, and I said, so it, do you see any way around this? Is, is there something we can do about this? Because you know, when fear rears its head, and Annie, to a certain degree, I, I think that's what you were speaking to, is that when people get afraid, they lash out in ways that they wouldn't if they were in a state of love. Um, and she basically said exactly what we're doing now, that we need to be able to talk. We need to be able to listen. And if you translate that into what we're doing, we need to be able to, to have coaching conversations. It's the kind of conversations that we have with people, even though it may be in the microcosm of that one thing that you were describing, Annie, of just sensing that something was off. Uh, but being able to do that with the people who publicly say that you're views in the world are substandard wrong or you know they're going to call you names uh you know i live in a town where the nazis came to town one day as everybody knows and horrible things happen um so i i i know this stuff well we all know this firsthand i'm not going to claim any privilege here we all know this stuff firsthand but as that relates to mastery i think there's some awareness that that we need, if we're going to approach mastery of mythology, of story, of the way people view the world, so that we can engage with them in a way that there is a possibility of connection. 
I love what you just said, Jay. Um, and, you know, also if we look at it as a system, in other words, every voice in the system is valuable. Every voice, you know, deep democracy, it's called by Arnie Mandel. Every voice of the system has something that's pointing to the direction that the system would like to move into. And so if there's something happening that needs a conversation, then we wanna find the metascals that we wanna stand in. In other words, what's the stand that we would like us to be in at that mastery level to have that very important conversation? Because this is a microcosm of the macrocosm. This little conversation that you brought up, Christopher, this is going on all over the world. Mm -hmm. This is just one tiny little conversation. So it's, it's really about our choices how, what is it that we would like to be different? Let's have that emotionally intelligent conversation where we define perhaps a destination of the difference we'd like it to be and then work together to get there. But to shame us, each other publicly, that's the old way. That's the way that doesn't work anymore. That's the way that's never really worked. Let's find a different way, a new way and truly have a masterful conversation. That's my request just the sort of thing we would expect from you master level coaches. I'm teasing, I'm playing. I agree wholeheartedly. I um I do feel like uh so first of all just uh, looking at the clock on the wall, I should let you know we're on to our ma- onto our master level lightning round where um we've got about 6 minutes left and I'm uh, my big plan is to introduce several topics so if you can let's try and sort of move through them quickly if you're willing. Um, the first is, I think we can all agree, though, that the the topic raised... So, sorry, I'm going to go back a step because apparently I have an opinion about what you've said. <laughs> One of the things that we can agree on is that whether we're working in, in an organization or globally or in our nation, one of the things that's most detrimental is this sort of team tribalism where you pick a team and your team is good and right and true and good and the other team is terrible and bad and needs to be right. And that's how we get into this sort of angry kill the other side because we used to at least in matters of uh, affairs of state and governance of organizations or or people was you know we could all recognize the commonality right most of us feel the same way about almost everything there's at least an 80 percent you know agreement on certain things and then there's just the how that gets us into the the two-team mentality and the less we can succumb to that sort of lizard brain of us good them bad it seems like we can make inroads not only into corporate cultures, but also into our own country and other things that we're passionate about. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautifully said. Thanks. Uh, you guys yeah, said it I, first, then I just said it again. Go ahead. I, I, I'm, I'm, here's, here's my caveat to that. I, Cause I don't want to be naive in this conversation, you know, cause I, you know, my favorite song is what's so funny about peace, love and understanding Elvis, and Elvis Costello uh, written by Nick Lowe. Made famous by Elvis Costello. Okay, I will go back to Stiff Records go, with you, Mister. Let's go. let's throw down. Ian Dury <laughs> go got any Ian Dury? If you go back as far as we know, uh, the laws of Hammurabi, the you know the Indian caste system, there has always been a way that people in power divided things up so that some people had more than others, and there were divisions that became mythologically implanted in in cultures and here the united states and i think canada is you know is part of this conversation came along and said no there's another way we're all created equal and yet that mythology although incredibly powerful is built on the backs and is still so connected to stratification to slavery to racism to sexism to you know all of these other things 
and that I, I, I think we, we need to have these conversations be public too. I mean, they are very public conversations now, they're going on now. But if we, if we don't recognize this, the, the deep historical roots of this, of fear and, and division in, as human beings, not just as Americans or Canadians or Scandinavians or any other particular country, but as human beings, then I think we're, we're, we're just sort of just off a little bit. It's, it's like trying, you know, it's try, trying to have a conversation about freedom in America with not including slavery is, is not going to get us where we want to go. So right. it's including the dark side, I guess, or the understanding that this is part of being human. Clear. And I'm uh, shooting myself in the foot here with our, our lightning round has gone sideways. <laughs> Let me try to <laughs> bring us that. back. Um, will you give us a, a quick synopsis, Annie, of uh, Radical Wisdom? What is the work that you do? Yeah. So basically, Radical Wisdom is um, all about helping people to excavate the gifts that they har- that they actually have within. I have a belief and knowing that every one of us has something very unique that no one else has. I feel like we're all little magic pieces of a puzzle that when we come together, boom, everything is like magic and we'll come together. Um, I help driven coaches go deep. Uh, that's my gift, which is really about helping them get out of their own way to be the most potent change catalyst that they can be for their own clients. You asked about spirituality. Well, that self-awareness comes from this, you know, where are we putting ourselves in the way in between ourselves and our clients? Because if we're not in the present and we're not seeing them, then we're not actually being uh, of real assistance to them. So that's what radical wisdom is. And what was your second question, Christopher? Sorry. That's great. Let's go to the Essence of Mastery Summit. What What is it and how do people find out more and why would they attend? Gotcha. So this year we've got, uh, the. I have the pleasure of having hosted 13, including myself, wonderful speakers, all of whom, one of whom is Jay, um, and all the conversations are devoted to coaching mastery. All the coaching, all the conversations are all taking the ICF core competencies, which by the way, Jay, I actually love the core competencies. So even though you've made them up and you were one of those people, I love them. I really, really love them and use them and, and I find them extraordinary. So <laughs> thank you, even if they are made up. Um, we've taken those core competencies in every conversation. Somebody's brought a different angle to them. And so they're worth 20 ICF CCEUs. There's a bonus round that I have offered as well in order to get those ICF CCEUs. You have to attend those. And this is this is the really interesting one. It's um, on three key reasons that MCC applicants are not passing their performance evaluation. So if there's anybody out there who wants to go for their MCC, this could be very interesting. It's going to be six hours just on that alone. And it's part of the Essence of Mastery Summit. And it's an amazing price. It's a crazy price. It's normally $247. We're offering it for $197 right now. So go to the essenceofmasterysummit.com and sign up. I think you'll be really impressed with the level and quality of conversations. And, it's and, that, and that address again was? Essenceofmasterysummit.com. That's a mouthful, but that essence, Jay, it's very key. Essenceofmasterysummit.com. It'll be the best one ninety-seven you spent this year. Um, uh, the opportunity is timeless. That is, it, if people can't be on things when they're live, they can listen to the uh, 
to it later or is it all live? How does it go? So the 13 conversations are all recorded. Mm -hmm. And when you buy the um, package, you get access as of June the 10th. We're kind of running it as if it's live. So three conversations a day will be released as of, I think it's 12, 15 a.m. And then you'll have all of them by June the 14th. I'm going to be doing Facebook Lives inside our private Facebook group and just engaging the crowd. They have until June 30th of 2020 to submit their ICFCCU report. The part that's live, that they have to attend live, is the June 17th, 18th, and 19th, that six-hour series that I talked about. Very good. All right, Essence of Mastery. Dot com. Essence of Mastery Summit dot com. I said it wrong after Jay repeated it. Um, it's because I wanted to address two things and we've only got uh, 12 seconds. So the first is uh, we can all agree that diversity is important in coaching and that currently it's there are too many people that look like us in it and not enough people who don't look like us. Yes. Uh, we, this needs to change. The conversation needs to happen. Great. And quickly, uh, as, as we've literally got about five seconds each for you, what uh, key thing in masterful coaching, if you were going to take somebody who has not yet considered themselves a masterful coach, what would you have them take on or practice? Be real. Let them be authentic. Stop trying and be talking from your heart to their heart. Listen, see who they are. Beautiful. That's Annie Gelflin. You can find out more at EssenceOfMasterySummit.com or RadicalWisdom.com. Jay? Uh, in the um, paraphrasing Miles Davis, it's like the competencies, competencies are great. You learn all that stuff. You learn your instrument and then you just forget all about it and just blow it. And that's the, <laughs> that's the part that, that people stumble on. <laughs> what an excellent note to leave us on. That's Jay Perry. You can find out more by going to Jay Perry, J-A-Y-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Thank you both for being with us today. Thanks for tolerating me. And uh, thanks for your contribution to the world of coaching. Well, that's another edition of The Coaching Show. Thank you for joining us, and we will talk to you next week. Nowadays, Internet devices are an integral part of your home. Everyone in your family has a smartphone, tablet, or a computer. Life is easier knowing that all your devices are secured and your family can surf the Internet carefree. ESET Multi-Device Security Pack does just that. One license for all your devices. With ESET, it's simple to stay protected and save money. Enjoy safer technology with ESET Multi-Device Security Pack at ESET.com. That's ESET.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Hi, Scale Listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. Scale will help you work less 
by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com.